is night, or today was day 42. It was. Which is, well, it's the last day we need, and then tomorrow we'll officially make this our longest trip on the road bikepacking, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. 42 also marks exactly six weeks, doesn't it? Eight weeks, sorry. Six weeks. Shit. What does it mark? <laughs> seven six weeks. Seven. Seven. Yeah, six. No. Six seven. times seven is forty-two. So six weeks. Six weeks. There's only yeah. uh, there is only seven days in a week, not six, of yes, course. So no, that's a great example of our mathematician, uh, mathmat. Oh God. It's not a good evening for intelligence. <laughs> We're tired. <laughs> We're a little tired, yeah. It was quite, it was quite a comprehensive day, to be yeah, fair. We did 43 miles. Yeah, and mm. we crossed an international border. We're in the US. In we should have started States. with that, shouldn't Estados we? Unidos. We should have started with that. What? We're in the US. Oh, it doesn't matter. We're rolling, man. Right. Keep it flowing. Yeah, we, it was a pretty big day. We were up where we were camping at about seven. Um, but we didn't start packing away until eight. Uh, yeah, but then we packed away so fast. We were away having eaten our second layer of bimbo in the morning because we had so much food and we realised we were going to make it to town in one and a half days, not two and a half days. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a second load of bimbo. Um, and yeah, we were way by nine, which was great. We started off riding in, uh, in England, <laughs> which was nice. Big, big trees shading yep. us and this lovely sort of grass and meadows everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, and then quickly turned back to the Sierra and loads of rocks strewn about the place. Big granite domes on top of the, some of the peaks. And then we went and, the wrong oh, way. Oh. oh, the snake first. Cycling along, yes. Tom stopped. I was sort of looking back behind, and then there was this little snake that was black and white striped. Really cool. Quite small. Didn't look that threatening, other than the colour. Like his face yeah, wasn't the too white. Was pretty intense. But he didn't look very happy. No. He had his tail up a little bit, his head was up, and he's slowly like, looking at us moving forward, and then he eventually came off the road. Yeah. And then we went down and then went the wrong way for... Two and a half miles. Yeah, which was a bit painful because it was all downhill, so we had to turn around and go all back uphill. Yeah. I was blown away. We were basically riding along what looked like Himalayan uh, Himalayan rock salt or whatever you you call it, you know, the fancy salt. Um, And I was so tempted to just pick (laughs) some up and put it in my mouth and just see if it was actually salt. It looked identical, but... Yeah, definitely just great. Could have committed to a day of being a bit ill if I'd done that. Yeah, uh, yeah recovered our steps, retraced our steps rather, got back on the correct uh, uh, route. And eventually, oh, we did a bit of fucking heavy climbing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was funny. Deep. Sam was looking at the map and we were like, oh, okay, over the next, what was it? Over five the next miles. five miles, we have to climb attain... 250 meters. Yeah, we were so, like, oh, that's fine, okay. it's 50 meters a mile, which. Tom worked out, reckoned, was about 1 in 32. Yeah. Which, if you plotted on a graph, it wouldn't even look like you were going up. It would up. look flat. And we were like, sweet. And obviously that was easy. an average, so we did a mile. Uh, <laughs> and then hit was more probably closer to 1 in 3. <laughs> for, for a mile. <laughs> so we did 200 out of the 250 metres in one mile. <laughs> it was so steep. And then, and then when... Yeah, oh, that was hard. I had to walk 
because I am the I am the idiot that is using a 34 tooth chainring uh, with 10 speed at the back. Sam mm. has just an, a tiny little, bit better, little bit better than me. In 32 on the front. Yeah. And we both got 42 as our biggest chain. Yeah, biggest which, cog at the back. Biggest cog, yeah. So he actually climbed up the whole thing, which is very impressive. I had to walk. Um, thankfully, we got to the top of that and then... And we hit suburbia. And, yeah. Some bloody posh houses Wealthy in the hills. suburbia. Yeah. yeah. Some really smart houses, obviously, those people who are sort of like... Ooh, I'd like to live in the hills. Yeah, and then there was one being built and they had some little pods in the front of their garden. Obviously, yeah. they're going to rent them out and they were big old barrels. They were really cool. Yeah, um, they were cool. They weren't, obviously... They looked like a big oak barrel, but obviously that was the idea. Um, mm. They looked really good. How impractical the curved walls would be, I'm not sure, but they looked good. Um oh, yeah. Then we, yeah, we just got into town, went and got some food at a little shop. Oh, just like to report, I had the nicest Greek yogurt this morning. <laughs> we reached, uh, what would you describe, a, sl- a little just bit a little like score. a BP, I suppose, in, in England. or With a little spa next to it. Yeah, some, some little corner shop, basically. They're called Oxos uh, in Mexico, and they're everywhere. And they're quite good. They're relatively crap they don't have any fresh fruit or veg it's not a supermarket by any means but a roadside shop really yeah uh, basically a petrol station without the fuel <laughs> yeah but we went in and we got a couple of yogurts oh wow sam got a flavor did you have fresa and banana oh fresa and banana very nice and, yeah, that was good. But I got natural yoghurt, because that was all that was left. Natural Greek yoghurt. And it was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then it got better, because we literally went downhill and did five miles in about... 20 minutes. 20 minutes. There was a small hill in the middle. It was amazing. Into Tecate, which is on the border, obviously. And yeah. it's... In the bar, California, you've got three options. You've got... Tijuana, which is on the west coast. Tecate's in the middle and it's the smallest and it's probably known to be the nicest and safest town and then Mexicali is on the far east. And we... Uh, Tecate was bloody lovely. I'd definitely go back. Really nice. Um, Yeah, friendly, We rode in, did some shopping. I got another SD card for my GoPro and then uh, tried to find a few other little things. And then got we got some, some food. Some lunch. Oh, it was nice. And a little, cute little restaurant in the right in the middle of the main town square. And, yeah, fantastic. I had a panini, which is a little bit crazy and out there. But, man, it was probably the best panini I've ever eaten. It was big. Delicious. And I had a really good wrap. Yeah. And then we crossed over the border after stalking to those a few random... Oh, before that... We were stood outside we a little got, shop somewhere, we got hit and this with a, with a triple art, didn't we? we this got hit guy with three walks up. People. It was weird. It was funny. Walks up and he starts like full on going hard Spanish at Tom, and I was sort of ignoring it. I was looking at my phone. Which guy? The guy with the bike. Oh yeah, true. Oh my <laughs> god, so full on hard. Weird. And Tom was going, well, "Oh, sorry, speaking English, people. saying you know, I speak a bit of." A bit of English, a bit of Spanish, she was saying. Saying, I speak a bit of Spanish, but I don't understand what you're trying to say. 
And then eventually he realised that he just wanted his tyre pumped up on his little BMX. So Tom basically just pumped it up for him. And then you were like, have you got enough, is that enough air? And you like pushed it. And he was like, um... No, I said, I, I didn't know what the word for air was, which I have a feeling it is, is just, just air. air. Um, but I, I asked him if he would like some more and he felt it and he said, um, poco mas or something, or mas poco. And but it took him a long time to realise what you were asking him. Yeah, and then and then so I put a little bit more air in, and then I said, "Okay, that's perfect," and he was like happy. And then I said something. He said something in English, and I said, "Oh, do you speak some English?" And he said, "Hey, just having spoken in only Spanish up to this point, he all of a sudden just turned around and went." Oh yeah, I speak I speak English. I lived in San Diego for ten years. And I was like, What? <laughs> Why wouldn't you start with that then? Like, thank you for, for letting me attempt Spanish, but you also couldn't get your point across. He was talking at me in Spanish for about five minutes before yeah. we figured out he wanted his tire pumped up. But if you know oh, that I'm English, so why don't you just say oh yeah, very bizarre way to go about a conversation nonetheless. Yeah. And then at the restaurant the guy was proclaiming how good the beer was that he was having. Yeah. That was nice. There was uh, another guy who came up and decided that Tom's bike would look good on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first guy the first guy was actually, yeah, he was, was very old... exuberant. He was on the phone talking very loudly initially. Then he came over. He was he was a particularly Mexican-looking guy, wasn't he? Because he had he had the like the cool ranch-style hat. He had the the sort of snake eyes jeans boots. On. Yeah, the jeans on, the shirt. And uh, and he was rambling away on the phone. And then he came over and he said, this beer is fantastic. And uh, and do you like Tecate and all this stuff? And I thought he said he made the beer. But I think, because we were sort of like, oh, is that your beer? Oh, no, he said a root beer. Yeah, yeah, he said a root beer. But I said, is that your beer? As in, do you make that beer? Yeah. But And he said, yeah. But I think that must have gone misconstrued. You must have thought I asked, is that your beer that you're drinking? And he went, yeah, this is my bottle of beer. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, anyway, there was another guy, and then an older guy who actually helped us out a bit, said, explained how we got across the border because we were going to go to the wrong place. We were going to go to the into the Mexico rather than out of Mexico. Um, so we eventually left and went to the border crossing. Uh, yeah, and we were we were guarded as pedestrians, so we walked in with our bikes. Uh, yeah, the queue for cars was mega. Yeah, and on the door there was some American guys, and they were like, "Have you got your esters?" And we were like, "Yeah, all sorted." And they were like, "Oh, where have you cycled from?" And one guy was like, "What? You cycle from the bottom of the peninsula in La Paz?" Could not believe it. No, he couldn't. Good. Anyway, we wandered in. Tom, to get here, Tom flew via LA. And so had his Esther, it's all a lot easier when you're flying by air, checked in and then transferred down to La Paz. I flew in via Mexico, so I haven't actually, this is the first time in the USA. Um, so I got in, we both had our Esther sorted, and they were like, this is all good. And then what Tom walks through with his bikes, so a bit quicker, gets to the other side. And then uh, the guy I have was like, right, you need to, you haven't got an I-94. <laughs> Yeah, a permit, basically, to enter the US. Via... Which I don't really understand why I do have one. Yeah. Maybe it's included in your flight or something. No, it's something to do with... Yeah, something to do with arriving by land. 
No, it's not, though, because when I filled it in, it was a land, sea or air. I reckon the flights just do it automatically. Maybe it does. And six quid is, in, is included in your flight. Mm, yes. Yeah, or something true. weird Maybe. like that. Anyway, yeah. I had to pay a grand total of six dollars, but I had to do it on the phone, and my phone wasn't working despite I had signal. I'm not really sure why. I think I might have run out of data uh, on it. My phone Tom's was phone was on 4%. <laughs> and so we had a right faff sorting that out, and there was a, they were all really friendly, actually. Um, a guy came out, and he was in his typical like American very fashion very jovial yeah. overconfident way yeah. Yeah. very friendly and like do this basically and I was like oh the, the other guy said oh, don't do it on the app do it online he was like nah ignore him but he actually words, said uh, he was <laughs> don't do that don't listen to them they're all Trump supporters they don't know a thing <laughs> he, he actually said they all support Trump that tells you a lot I'd like him castrated those were his words <laughs> That's the sort of that's the sort of level of confidence you're dealing with. <laughs> we're quite excited for America to see some of the people that we meet. I think there'll be some characters and get used to it because it's very different from the old little English. Keep to yourself and yeah, um, I can't yeah, think of anything. Very, well, very polite and yeah. not very outspoken. So uh, we're going to try and channel different. a bit of American into our lives and go for it. For it. Anyway, we finally got through, cycled out, and did a very quick... How many miles? Very quick. Six to eight six miles. miles. Six miles. Six miles. We had six miles on the main road, uh, which goes to the border crossing, and then we were going to turn right and go off, you know, into yeah. the middle of bloody nowhere again. And the six miles, thank God, the first half to one mile was uphill, which was fine. And then we just bombed it down this massive so valley. Nice. We just went, I don't know, 25, 30 miles an hour for for half an four hour. Four miles, yeah. And just smashed four miles and got to the bottom and turned right. And it was fantastic. What a great start to a new country. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And we went up that road, which is quite small, and it heads to a lake. A bit of a cut through. Um, we got about two miles in and there was a big... A stop sign that said private property stop private property loads of signs and we had some biscuits there and a few cars drove past and didn't say anything so we just kept going and now and then we turned off onto a little um track that went straight up a hill and we camped on the side of that no one's driven past oh it, we were a bit like you go straight into a new country it's the same when we were in armenia you get a bit nervous and you're like can i camp here well, by the end of it, we'll just be camping anywhere. It doesn't. No one really cares, do they? As long as you don't do it in the middle of a national park, where you or get fined. Or in find. the middle of someone's backyard. Yeah, exactly. Without asking them. Um, so we'll keep you updated with that. Yeah, exciting though. Landscape looks much the same. Yeah, Hoping it's really to nice. have some fun encounters with new people tomorrow. And yeah, slightly sad not to be speaking more Spanish. Have to keep practicing. We will keep practicing, but it is, yeah, it's, it feels, feels a bit bizarre. It feels sort of like we're back in a country where we belong a little Should more. Should be feel, yeah, quite but relaxed. At the same time, feel less relaxed than we did in Mexico, probably because we've got used to it, and a little apprehensive about what you know what we may face tomorrow. Mm. It's just it Mexico fun. is so easy because you can literally step off the road by two metres in front of anybody, 
camp there and they're not going to say anything. Well, I suppose and that I was, might be true here. If Who anything, knows? I was more apprehensive than this when I first arrived in Mexico. So we were quite relaxed. We're rela- into- <laughs> of course, we're relaxed by the end. It's been 40 days of just... No, I meant coming into here. It wasn't exactly... A- no, we're oh. definitely in the flow of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, new yeah. country, new us. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Woo-hoo.